0: Welcome to Sky Strology, where the heavenly bodies are. This is Sky Astrology, no, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology with me, aka Cloudette, because I love clouds and looking up. Hey. As promised, I am right back to talk about our new moon because it is in the constellation of Afuqas, which is one that people don't talk about very often. So, you hear people talk about all the other um, energies of all the other, con- well, they call them signs because it's not based on astronomy, right? But what I'm bringing to the table, what astrology brings to the table is the fact that this is what we see in our night sky because that's when we can see the stars, but also now because of technology, we can see the star constellations in the day and verify with our apps where the Heavenly Bodies are. So because I just did the 6 at 11, 11 um and it will be like a day, there's not a lot of change with the positions. And it's um, more important to talk about two really important things that are happening uh, at this time. Of the new moon and that is mercury being stationary at the Libra at 19 degrees and of course the new moon which will be at 7 degrees of focus and 13 arch minutes okay so let's this time we're gonna really dive into a second how I see this 13th or they call it the 13th sign that has brought attention to itself. And let's start with that. Why is it so important? Well, I'll tell you, because where the 13th sign, the constellation of Fucus is located, it is very near the galactic center. And way I understand it is how they talk about, you know, the age of Aquarius and these shifts happening, and it takes 2,000 years, and it takes 26,000 years, like all these major years, right, that are so much bigger than our life age, our lifetimes, you know, just a spanning 100 years, it just seems inconceivable, how would that affect you, well, it doesn't, you know, what it tells you is how the relationship is between you and the universe you know and how it's so important for people to understand that the earth is one and once you accept that the earth is one and you are a part of it then you are a part of the big whole, and it is affected by uh, this solar system change even if it's perceived or real or actual whatever it is this is reality now this is our paradigm and the paradigm we are in is that we are understanding that we are a part of a bigger picture we are part of a whole and we are connected because we are in the same position in the universe on this planet earth on this plane as I like to call it and so from this plane we are seeing the Afucus constellation and we are noticing that it's very close to the galactic center because the earth itself is aligning to the galactic center and so even though maybe like a lot of um, people criticize um you know talking about the 13th sign because they say oh we'll make it 14 signs Cetrus and you know orion that uh the uh the earth is seeing these constellations as a backdrop to planets as well we have to say what is relevant. I mean, we are at the beginning of focus really showing itself or being conscious. We are conscious. Once you become conscious of something, then it's best to embrace it and include it. Otherwise, it's kind of like goes rogue and, you know, can do what it wants. And this is us being in tune and being curious about what the energy has to bring and then making an educated and informed Decision for ourselves, and so even if you follow Western astrology, and they say I don't know where they're saying the moon is. I'm not. I think I don't know. I'm not gonna speculate because I've totally lost that frame of thought. Because I do find it a bit brainwashing. I mean, I grew up with with the Western astrology. I had an ephemeris f- book full of numbers, thinking it was um, mathematical, and to find out that it's not. i um, really. Uh, upset and I've talked about that previously so I won't digress um, what I want to talk about is the very fact that we are um, in sync with the numerology as well so we have December 7th we have the new moon at 7 degrees of Afukas and Afukas like I said is close to the galactic center it is known in previously, kind of not previously part of, but let's say that um, Scorpio is moving out of our ecliptic. That's why we only actually, hello, between six or seven degrees of uh, the constellation of a focus in our ecliptic mathematical path, the way it's lined up. So we only have so many degrees of that and what has taken more or less Scorpio's space is a focus um by eighteen degrees there are eighteen degrees in a focus okay so what people want to say is you know and also what we say about cuss is that you don't negate anything so you say okay a focus we of uh, the space that now a focus has used to belong to Scorpio so let's embrace that uh very fact so Going back to square one, you're talking to AKA Cloudette because I love clouds and looking up and I look at all these things from a bio dynamic viewpoint and an element viewpoint. It makes it really simple and that's why I'm coming back to it. Scorpio is a water element, okay? And the other part of a focus that um, now the other part of the space that focus is kind of mm, tr- shifted itself into is Sagittarius. Okay, so it's taken some space from, um, Scorpio and it's also taken some space from Sagittarius and like I say, that is the space where the galactic center is located um, at Sagittarius, at the beginning of Sagittarius, which is right next to a focus. And because it's such a major space, like I say, you're not going to, you know, I've seen things happen exactly all that day, but you have to uh, embrace the space around it. And that is included in that space. And we're talking about elements. Sagittarius is a fire element. So I'm really, uh, my my intuition, because I talked earlier about this intuition in this Neptune, um, energy we have in Mars. So I'm going to use this example for myself because I'm feeling it. My in- intuition tells me, and I'm going to drive it in. I'm going to use my Aries and be bold and say, this is what I think, um, about it. And it's an Aquarian concept as well. And I brought all those things in and I'm going to Manifested. i'm gonna earthbound it by putting in this podcast and saying it i'm saying that perhaps just like we are no longer understanding ourselves as being separate from each other but whole perhaps the elements are as well and a focus is in a way a combination of these elements it's a combination of water from Sagittarius it's a combination of of uh, sorry water from Scorpio and fire from Sagittarius and a lot of people say that um a focus was ether now that's interesting i don't really understand what ether is so i won't speculate but i know the chinese have five elements i believe the fifth is wood okay but Coming back to how I'm thinking as combining, I always thought of ether as something you couldn't really see, but I always thought of it as a water and a fire combine. Like I know they interact. That's amazing, the right? They do interact. It's not like um, fire and water and air being next to each other, no, um, because they don't interact unless pushed. But naturally, fire and water interact. They need to interact, you know, fire, you know, to, to, um, produce something else besides itself, which is what we want to do. We want to manifest things. Yeah. Because of course, you know, a lot of air can make more fire, right? But it doesn't produce anything else. So when we have, um, a lot of, um, water and, a lot of fire they produce this steam, yeah. And we have this other thing, this kind of mist, I it, just steam. You know, we've got this um thing that we can see, it's something we can feel, it's something that we use to produce. Um, it's very, very valuable and it's also forward thinking because you know it helped. Produce the steam engine. It's just um, I find it quite revolutionary when you think of it. You know, steam tells does things. It it uh, takes the creases out of clothes. You know, it does something. It has an effect of its own. Fire doesn't take. Well, fire does take out creases. The heat and the iron, but you know, fire is another element other than the steam. they are two separate elements and steam isn't considered in these four elements. But I consider it, let's say, the fifth element. By the way, one of my favorite movies. Um, let's say this is the fifth element. But also there's speculation maybe the fifth element is the combination of all these elements. Maybe the fifth element in a focus is showing us that... We are a combination of all those things just like we now know that we are really in a sense one and I have to say that in not just an esoteric way but in a really practical way because if you want to entertain the concept that you know we are on Mars or that we are flying to the moon and that we are doing all these things and like people will tell you when these pictures are taken from Mars or whatever, or when they're taken of Earth, if that's true, but it doesn't matter if it's true because this is our truth. This is the paradigm we live in. We are one. They see Earth, they don't see Susie and Jonathan. They don't see separate people, no. They just see one Earth. And that's what's important to remember. This is who we are. And maybe Afukas is showing us that the elements, although they are separate, they are united in, in energy together. Just their very interaction is a power of its own. And um, that's why I think it's so important to embrace it. Um, I think it's uh, quite simple actually because biodynamic farmers embrace it. Now, they are re-embracing it because, listen, people try to, you know, well, they do, still do geometrically produce food. They do uh, try to produce food no matter what the weather is by using pesticides. And, you know, these things aren't good for us. These things aren't good for us. And that's why, you know, it's a big movement. There's been people who have been true to it for a long time, but there's people who are rediscovering it due to the fact that we know that organic food, food born in rhythm with nature is the healthiest food people are buying food produced locally if it's not produced locally then they're not eating it you know wait till spring when it comes back in this is how this is how nature works and this is about you connecting to being part of this earth this is you being one with the earth and our our, our time here so yeah I think I had a mouthful about the new moon and this is a new concept of mine and this is giving homage to our new moon and a focus which really um i feel is a something new that's happening it's it's a new shift it's a new concept that one has the opportunity to um, be conscious of or to entertain what is this about you know be curious that's what stephen hawking would say and um I wish you and yours a fantastic new moon. Let me tell you, it will be at 7 a.m. 20 minutes after that, 7 a.m. time. That is GMT time. That may be so easy to say. It will be 2 uh 7. No, 20 minutes after 2 Eastern Standard Time. So you can go from Eastern Standard Time and you can calculate that. And GMT time is um, 20 minutes after 7 GMT time on December 7th, we will have our sun and moon at the exact mathematical astronomical point of 7 degrees of the constellation of focus and 13 degrees oh now I'm not finished because we need to talk briefly about Mercury yes still standing still uh, today and tomorrow I mean Hey, I'm back. This is part two of part three. I don't know anymore, but I wasn't gonna start from the beginning and uh just have to uh say that the internet a major company is is down um there's no data service and it's been like that for a while and it's a confirmation that on the day that Mercury is stationary that these things can happen so if you want to know what it means which I had put it in a podcast that you won't get to see because it was erased this is what it means that technology is not your friend. When Mercury's going down, Mercury wants to be your friend. So let's chill out and stay still. I promise this, that's why I'm doing it really short and sweet, but maybe Mercury's telling me I need to get some other stuff done and not deal with technology. So main thing is I told you about this. I was think I was in the middle of talking about how the sun and the moon are at the same position at a space that is now belonging to a Fucus. The previous belonged to Sagittarius and Scorpio. Scorpio is a water sign. Sagittarius a fire sign. They say a Fucus doesn't have an element related to it. I will say element from now on. Uh, a lot of people call it ether. Um, I think of it as, and I'm using my Mercury Mars intuition and drive. Um, I think it's a combination of the two or maybe even three because we're just missing air. And I think earth is us because it's also a symbol of a person. Some people say it's a man. Some people say a woman. doesn't matter. But it is a person, a uh, symbol. So just like we are coming into the concept that we are one, either if it's a spiritual awakening or it is a relative um, perception because now we are entertaining the idea of traveling to Mars or that we have what we are told pictures from Mars or pictures of Earth from Mars or pictures of the earth and we I think is inescapable not to see yourself as one because if somebody's living on mars or when somebody travels to mars or the machinery that they have now Insight is on mars it can't see us individually it just sees our earth which is one that's why we are one so either way spiritually or you know perceptively uh we are one okay and I believe maybe this is something that the elements can maybe a place in a focus where the elements can come together where it's actually happening in this space of Scorpio and Sagittarius and of course because of the galactic center which we know at least we know that it is a very um, strong force to be reckoned with so to um bring this in a way to a interesting closure is on december 7th in the morning when you start your day that's gmt time that will be in the night of uh, eastern standard time at two twenty a.m we will have um You know, the start of this moon period in uh, the 13th sign of Afukas, which is the healer. It is really about healing and taking um, the energy like an organic farmer would do and using water and using heat, needing the sun, even if you don't see the sun, but knowing that we need water and heat to be productive and produce and make something new of it make something healing make something that gives make something that's um, forward thinking and inclusive so that's my you know my opinion um, thank you so much for listening and I wish you and yours a fantastic new focus moon for the 7th of December Lots of love from me until next week it's aka cloud because I love clouds and looking up in our skies because the sky don't lie. Take care of yourselves everybody